The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Oh, yeah! This is the Cigar Authority. Have uh, you any imported cigars? The authority on everything cigar in and out of the cigar industry. It's time to light them up. Smoke if you got them. It's time for the Cigar Authority. I got a fever, and the only prescription is more cowboy. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, September 28th, 2019, live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. And yes, we are celebrating two years here at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, right here and right now. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. Today, we're going to smoke cigars from Davidoff and have some great coffees and enjoy the show without Mr. Jonathan. Woohoo! And you're listening to The Cigar Authority, now in its 10th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine, awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row, The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world, and we might be a little bit more listened to this week. It's Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network, and you can catch the podcast on demand anytime or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. All right, I'm going to share the show. I'm doing that right now. Here we go. And we're off and running. Now, where's Jonathan? Is he dancing with men? Um, I don't think so. It was so. a family, family reunion, thing. or yeah. at least that's the cover story he, he's right. using. Yeah, he, uh-huh. has, he has family reunions all the time and dancing with men all the time. <laughs> and uh, Why not combine them? I think he probably does. Could dance with that uncle. Dance with your <laughs> uncle. Dance with your uncle. Um, no, we're at uh, Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Two years ago was the opening of this, uh, the first of its kind. And uh, as far as I know, I don't think there's another one still. I haven't seen one. And um, the idea was for people to have a studio where they can do their podcasting or you come up to have a cup of coffee and you actually watch somebody entertaining you, basically, if that's what you want to call this, entertaining, (laughs) um, but uh, see a podcast live all the time. So uh, we're continuing to work on it and make make it better, and uh, we have lots of different podcasts. We'll get into that uh, later in the show. We're going to bring uh, our barista, uh, Gary Marino, on, and uh, we'll talk to him about what goes on in here. But first, uh, let's get to the first cigar of the day. Well, today's first cigar is from the Cigar Authority Care Package, and it's the Avo Cinco Synchro, Synchro which is manufactured in the Dominican Republic by Davidoff. We're smoking a 6x54 Toro. It features an Ecuadorian wrapper, binder from the Dominican Republic, and fill is consistent of Ometempe Nicaraguan tobacco, Paleto Cubano, and San Vicente from the Dominican Republic, and Peru. A single cigar will set you back $10.99, while a box of 20 is $195.99, which is a savings of about $24 or 11% off the box price on TwoGuysCigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. Okay. Avo Synchro Nicaraguan, Mm -hmm. Ecuadorian wrapper, Dominican binder, Dominican binder, (laughs) Dominican and Peruvian filler, and one leaf of Nicaraguan tobacco. And and not not made in Nicaragua. Not made in Nicaragua. (laughs) So Nicaraguan is the hot thing right now. Mm Mm-hmm. And they took this non-Nicaraguan cigar, and they call it Avo Synchro Nicaraguan because there's 
one Nicaraguan. People want Nicaraguan. It's box pressed like other Nicaraguan cigars. Um, it does not look like Ecuadorian to me. No, it's it's darker. I mean, it's not in Ecuadorian Connecticut. It's yeah. just listed as Ecuador. It could be Ecuadorian Habano. Yeah, it's box pressed and it looks kind of thick. And you'd I never I'd never guessed that it was Ecuador, but that's and what it's it is. And darker than I remember. So I haven't smoked one in a while. What are the rules on what you call a Toro these days? Anything under at sixty, it's always a Gordo, and anything between fifty and sixty can be a Toro now. Or so this is considered Toro. I yeah, mean, they call it the Toro. And it's a 54. Yeah, a Toro used to be a 6 by 50 but <laughs> all rules are off, including what you name it. Right, if this was a Bodomo, it would be called an Epicure. Could you name it the Avo USA Edition, even though there's no, no USA in it? You can do anything you, know, you want anything if you, you own want. the brand, right? Because it says Avo Nicaraguan, and, and it's not a Nicaraguan. No, there's one tobacco leaf from Nicaragua, so they're using that as justification. And I call and I, I, I find it interesting because um, somebody that would say, oh, Avo Nicaraguan, I like Nicaraguan cigars, let me get this. It's, it's it, not. It might not fit what you define as a Nicaraguan cigar, but we'll get to that throughout the podcast. All right. Let's give it a cut and light, see what it's all about. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by a Nicaraguan company <laughs> that makes Nicaraguan cigars, Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. Okay. So no Mr. Jonathan here, but uh, we'll all jump in and say the foolish things <laughs> where, they, where they may fit, right? That's all. He, he's, a, he's the color commentator. So have you think. ever, the cold drawer, have you ever like laid on the lawn? And you're rolling around in the lawn, but it hasn't been watered in three weeks. <laughs> and you got that dry grass. And, and this is how he's fitting right in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there it is. That's what I'm Good getting job. on the cold draw. Laying on the ground in the grass. <laughs> it's very earthy. It's very typical Davidoff-esque on the cold draw. It's a fall day laying around <laughs> In the grass. Or a pile of dead leaves. Yep. And it is mm. a pile of dead leaves, mm. so it makes sense. I like the taste of it. All right. Let's light this bad boy up. Isn't that what Jonathan says? Yeah. Uh, we're going to use the Vertigo Intimidated, Intimidator, which features four jets and a color-changing flame. You can use the Vertigo straight up, or you could... Curve it for your lighting pleasure. Well, it must have that double wall because it didn't seem hot when it, it you touched it. It didn't seem hot. It's great for the golf course. It changes colors, makes it easy to see, and it's only going to set you back twenty four ninety nine. And it includes that patented big ass tank. That's an unbelievable deal for twenty four ninety nine. And that's back, a back in the day. That's a hundred dollar lighter. Yeah, that's a particularly big 24. ass tank. I like to keep it. Curved in my pocket, it impresses the ladies. Oh. <laughs> or for Jonathan, it impresses the men he's dancing with. <laughs> so, I don't know. I, I got a real perfumey taste off it on the initial light. I say it's aromatic. Tastes like Revlon. Like, I wonder <laughs> if you would taste the cigar and you would say it's Nicaraguan. No. No, it has that stereotypical Davidoff quality to it. 
You know, you can tell well, Hank the idea or was, whoever had their hands on this because it has that. Because even Davidoff Nicaraguan is not a regular Nicaraguan cigar. It's Davidoff's version of a Nicaraguan cigar. But this one, to me, isn't even a Nicaraguan cigar. And you got to look at where it's made. Like, the min- people from the Dominican Republic, you know, if you went to the Davidoff website or the AVA website, they show the intensity of the cigar. And they'll show a cigar that we consider to be mild to medium, almost full-bodied. Yeah. And to our palates, it's not. So the Dominican palate is very different mm. than the American palate, which is different than the Nicaraguan palate, so on and so forth. Yeah. So this is the care package? This is in the care package. All right. So all you guys are smoking this along with us. Good. Um, see what you think of it. Um, Andex in the chat room is saying he loves this cigar. It's one of his go-tos. Or at least I'm going to assume it's one of his go-tos because he said that before we lit it up. But it does have that Davidoff signature mustiness in the background. Hmm. I agree. Interesting. All right. I have the latest issue of Cigar Aficionado in my hand. And, uh, boy, they're getting a lot of play on this one. A lot of it, controversy. It just came out, but the controversy started two, week, two weeks ago. Yep, yep, early uh, this month. Uh, I, had, I waited till it came in because I wanted to read the article. Yes, I read. Don't just look at the pictures. I read the articles. <laughs> um, and uh, on the cover of it is Smoking with Superstar Nick Jonas. Nick Jonas from the Jonas Brothers, right? So uh, a young man. Yep. Uh, in his 25-ish? Yeah, mid-20s. Mid-20s. Um, I didn't read the article. I just look at the pictures. I know, I know. <laughs> so um, the controversy here is that how dare, according to his fans and according to people in the music industry, how dare him promote cigars. Um, Nick Jonas has been a cigar smoker for a long time. Right. Loves cigars. He's a singer. He uses his voice yeah. all the time, but loves cigars. And um, people are saying that, first off, you're a superstar and um, young kids like you and you um, being there promoting cigars. And he's not promoting cigars. He's on the cover of the magazine, which incidentally is his dream. Yes. This, this guy made millions of dollars, married to a beautiful woman, uh, did plays, did music, did movies. Um, and has his dream out. was to be on the cover of Cigar Aficionado. Yep, and he's hung out with Gianna Garofalo yes, as well. Has. Yes, he has. But, uh, and, and then you had his fans that were really, really pissed off about the cover. But then you had Cigar Passionados yeah. that were equally pissed that calling him out, saying he's not a cigar smoker. And he is a cigar smoker, Which couldn't smoker, be further way. from yeah. the truth. And Pete Johnson was one of the first people to step up and defend him, at least on social media. Yeah. But Pete Johnson took a summer off, and he actually roadied for Nick yeah. Jonas. Yeah. Uh, it is true he is a cigar smoker. And um, is it bad that, well, first off, he's of age, right? He's more than of age. No matter what state he's in, right. he's of legal yeah. age to make an adult decision. And he is an adult. Yes. And I know the teeny boppers and stuff and saying, oh, you know, whatever. He got married. You know, yeah. he's, a, he's an adult and he chooses to do what he wants. Um, so on the music end of it, boy, they, they want to talk badly about him. And, you know, let's look at that. You know, there is teens that like him, and maybe he shouldn't show off or whatever. That that's their argument of whatever happens. But the argument of the cigar smoker, 
I'm going to go on record right now and say this is the best thing to happen to cigars since the jet flame lighter. I agree. It brought a new light onto the industry. You know, you couldn't, for the last two, three weeks, you couldn't turn on the TV without somebody discussing it. I've seen it on Fox News. I've seen it on CNN. They devoted 10, 15 minutes on The View to it. And I was actually surprised uh, half the panel took the same side that we're taking. He's an adult. He's making an adult decision. He's smoking a legal product. You know, he drinks too. Yeah, nobody has a problem <laughs> yeah. with that. But there's no problem with it. No. The problem is that how dear he end up being on the cover with a, a lit cigar. Uh, incidentally, a Cuban cigar, uh, which in other people have problems with also. But I'll tell you, in 1990, I'm in the cigar business, and all of a sudden, TV shows, Seinfeld and all that, David Letterman, mm -hmm. all smoking cigars, Mu music people, Madonna, um, famous um, movie stars like Demi Moore, women, along with Arnold Schwarzenegger, and all these people start actually showing off their cigars. Yep, Jay-Z. Yeah. And Jay-Z wasn't even around, though. We were in 1990. But all of a sudden, and I'm in the industry as, as it happens, you start seeing other people coming in, asking questions about cigars. They get intrigued by it. That's why I say it's probably the best thing to happen because we actually live through this again. And, and to, to my thing, hopefully the beginning of uh, – it, 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 it's not PC, right, to, to dare have a tobacco product or something. Right. And he says, I don't care. I'm going to do it. And thank you very much for that, Nick Jonas. Um, it, it's okay to, to have a beer in your hand. It's okay to, to have a, a cocktail in your hand. But for some reason, PC-wise, having a tobacco product, having a cigar in your hand, not PC right now, um, he's saying, I don't care. I'm going to do it anyway. Um, maybe other people come forward because there's lots of celebrities out there and, uh, that I know for a fact are cigar smokers, but they kind of do it hidden away. And no, don't take a picture of me with a cigar. I've had politicians say, say it right. too. Somebody's going to take a picture of me. He says, hold on, we're in a cigar store. Let me put the cigar down. Mm -hmm. Take a picture. Mm -hmm. I don't want anybody seeing me, me with a cigar. Mm -hmm. They would have no problem with a beer in their hand, right? but it, it's this... Or as James Dang. Lay, one of our listeners, points out, if this was weed, he'd be the poster child for the weed industry. Mm. Everybody would be okay with that. Right. But cigars are so oh, So this might, the begin might, the beginning, might be the beginning of the pendulum swinging and saying, you know something, it's okay. Because you know what? It is okay. The guy wants to have a cigar now and then. It is okay. And is it going to change his voice and ruin it? And we were talking about this yep. this morning. Um, you know, there's lots of people, um, <coughs> singers, right. that smoke cigars. And, and, and cigarettes, for yeah. that matter, you know. But when it comes to cigarettes, you know, we've all grown up with somebody in the neighborhood that uh, an old lady that has this raspy voice yeah, or something. Cigarette voice. And they yeah. get that cigarette voice. Not the case when it comes to cigars. No. We don't ever see that, you know, you listen to my voice. I smoke a lot of cigars every day. Mm -hmm. You remember Avo Uvasian was smoking Avo, yeah. lived into to 91 years old. He didn't have a cigarette voice to him. Uh, Jose Orlando Padron, not a... Um, not that raspiness. Not, no. no. Um, it, it certainly doesn't happen when it comes to this. So I don't think Nick Jonas has anything to worry about. And I say thank you for him to say, okay, I'm going to make a stand, and I, I have the opportunity to do a cover of a cigar magazine, and I'm going to do it. 
he may feel different right now because he's getting a lot of shit for it. Yep. And he shouldn't get it. And certainly he shouldn't get it on the cigar industry side. Uh, we should be embracing him and thanking him to come forward because he's our that. poster child here. You don't have to like the person's music to respect the fact that he's a cigar yeah. smoker. You know, the underlying problem in this and other things you see is people come out and say, well, what kind of role model is he? Well, he isn't. He's a person. Yeah. You know, the problem always is that people project this role model status on He's a somebody. good kid. He's a good man. Yeah. He's a good man. He doesn't do bad things. You hear of all these famous people. The kid's a multimillionaire, maybe billionaire. Very, very rich. You don't see him doing crazy stuff or anything like that. No. Nor his brothers and the, the whole family. I met the father before. Good family. Right. He smoked a cigar. Very religious family. He, he didn't kill somebody or rob somebody. No. I think uh, the most important thing, though, is to see who they follow this cover up with. Do they keep the trend of focusing on a 25, 30, 35-year-old, bringing a little bit of um, a youth look to it? I, and I'm not saying a minor yeah. look, but if they follow this up with a 80-year-old you know, Martin Scorsese on the cover, you well, know, let's put the spotlight on the, the next the, generation of cigar Here's smokers. the thing. Take, take everything else aside. They got over a million hits on this in the first this 24 is, hours. It was a big so. thing for them. So I, I think Cigar Aficionado was happy. I hope Nick Jonas is happy, although he, he got so much backlash. And then I wonder if the, the next guy looking in mm -hmm. to say, oh, I'd like to do that or something, or I wanted to do that. Now I'm definitely not going to do that. I'd grow a set and just do it. Well, you're talking about their career, multi-multi-million dollar career. Do you think they, it's going to hurt his album sales, his next you, song? you think it's going to be a flop just because well, he appeared you think on the some, cover? Do you think some sponsor or something, say there was some sort of sponsor that wanted him as the spokesperson, mm -hmm. he does this and says, okay, we're, we're not using him. He's going to be bad mm -hmm. for whatever that the hell that is. You know, you see Nike pulling away from people. Right. You see all kinds of things like this. This is this is real money. So it's easy for you to say, okay, gr grow a set and let's step and step forward and say, I don't care. I'm going to do it anyway. We're talking about lots of money, lots and lots of money that, uh, and, and I hope it doesn't happen to him. I hope it, uh, it actually, there's no cigar company that's going to be able to afford him. No. But, you know, wh whoever it is that pulls away from him, that's where it counts. So I think he took he made a ballsy move. I applaud him for doing it. I thank him for doing it for my industry that I love. And uh, shame on the uh, people that are that are into cigars yeah. that are downplaying this as, as a negative thing. Because oh my God, the guy stepped forward and put yeah. it and put his his face on the cover. Yeah, you go into a cigar lounge. You sit with the with the banker, the bricklayer, um, the toilet cleaner. You don't judge them. You're all sharing a passion. There's no need to knock him. He's sharing a passion. So I got a list here of a whole bunch of people that step forward and, and are okay that they smoke cigars on camera and off camera. And if people take pictures with them and whatever, and they're not hiding the cigars away. Uh, and you're going to know uh, these people. Ron Perlman. Uh, yeah, he was on that show on CBS where he was the, the beast Yes, yeah. Beauty, um, Sons Beauty of, of the Anarchy, Beast, Anarchy yeah, lots Sons of things. Of Anarchy too. There's a guy that's really into cigars and has been, uh, and has been on covers of cigar magazines in the past. Mm -hmm. James Woods. Yep, big cigar smoker. Yeah, on the cover. Um, Roger Moore. That mm. I was not aware of. Yeah, big cigar smoker. Sylvester Stallone. We know him in Arnold. Arnold Schwarzenegger, mm. absolutely. Jack Nicholson. He did the cover of a yep. cigar magazine before. Joe Pesci. 
um, Danny DeVito. These people, they Danny came DeVito forward. It might have been a bad They're, idea. You know, cigars could have stunted his growth. Yeah, <laughs> but they, they did it, and they did it. You know, if they were to do it now, this is the back end of it, and there's the old guy now at this point or right. whatever. But they did it not when they were the old guy. Right. They weren't afraid to end up doing it. Uh, Jeff Goldblum. Independence Day. Um, the Fly. Yeah. Bill Murray. Dennis Hopper. Robert Downey Jr. Charlie Sheen. Maybe good or bad for the industry. <laughs> we'll see. But yeah. He's winning. <laughs> Mickey Rourke. Now we're going getting to some old. William Shatner. You know what I'm noticing from this list? What? These are all old, older people that have had a long Healthy, productive. There we go. <laughs> Cigars didn't end their lives nope. early, and they they weren't afraid to come forward a long time ago, and they still do it t- t- today. Um, we'll see if we get to any younger ones, but yeah, as I put this list together, I didn't consider that. But um, um, William Shatner, we got Jim Belushi. Jim Belushi not only got into cigars, he actually produced the cigar. Mm-hmm. Uh, he teamed up with. Uh, Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris. They they came out with Lone Wolf years ago. Um, I heard that cigar can kick your ass. Kick your ass. <laughs> Tom Selleck, Kelsey Grammer, Michael Douglas, Bruce Willis, Mel Gibson, Pierce Bronson, Harvey Cartel, Nicholas Cage. So older guys now at this point and stuff, right. but big names still doing it. Yep. Um, Jay-Z, you mentioned yep. earlier. Francis Ford Coppola actually had a Toscano actually uh, made for him. Um, Harrison Ford, David Letterman, I mentioned him uh, earlier. Um, John Travolta, Demi Moore, I mentioned. James Hamilton, George Hamilton, I'm sorry. Yep. George Hamilton. Love it first, player. Oh, yeah. Um, Joe Pantaleone. Okay. Joey Pants. Yeah, Joey Pants. Tom Cruise. Javi Cartel, Clarence Thomas, he's a guy that sits on the Supreme Court. He's a cigar smoker. And he drank Coke with it, I think. I don't know if that was a true story, but anyway, (laughs) they were going with it anyway. And I'm going to add two more. You got Leslie David Baker, who was on the show The Office, uh, avid cigar smoker. He requested a scene to be written into The Office where he was smoking a cigar, a red sports car, and it happened to be a Nesta Miranda special. Who was he? Uh, his name is Leslie David Baker. Yeah, but what part did he play in he, the office? He was Stanley Hudson. Oh, um, Stanley. Yes, avid cigar smoker. Ah. And uh, Jeremy Piven just recently put on Facebook that he's a huge fan of Roma Craft Cigars. Okay. And um, Ruben Stutter. You know who he is? Yeah, he's Ruben the Stutter. American Idol. American Idol. Mm-hmm. He is an, uh, a regular Atabay smoker. His really? favorite cigar he ever had, and uh, yeah, Oliver was telling me about he direct contacted him, and uh, he's a guy that is um, unbelievable voice. Right now, he's doing the Luther Vandross uh, tour, uh-huh. basically, being the voice of Luther Vandross, along with, um, uh, I think he has one coming up here with uh, Patti LaBelle in, <laughs> in New York, side by side with her. Unbelievable voice, and yet he smokes cigars. So it's an American Idol, right? An American Idol, literally. So uh, it's out there. Uh, Again, thank you, Nick Jonas, uh, if you're listening uh, uh, to the show. I know you're into cigars. Maybe you listen to this. Uh, 
Thank you. Yeah. Uh, on our side, I think it was an unbelievable thing you did, and I hope that this continues of people mm-hmm. basically coming out of the closet and saying, I smoke cigars yeah. and I like them. And good for Cigar Aficionado for putting somebody outside of the demographic on the cover. Mm. Yeah. yeah, there's there's no doubt that even our listeners are 30 and over yeah. as we went through, so he's, he's younger than that. Um, but here is the next um, uh, wave. Uh, I hope. And as we see the, what's going on here, uh, briefly I'll mention uh, the vape that's happening up here. Um, we are one mile away from the Massachusetts border. And the governor of Massachusetts this week set a 24-hour notice to every, va- every store that carries vape products mm-hmm. that he is outlawing it. Banning it yep. in the state of Massachusetts for overnight least, for at least ninety days was for at it? least four, four, months, months. four months, at least four months. Yep. Which, as a retailer, as a business person, four months nobody can handle it. I couldn't handle four months, and I've been doing it for thirty-four years. Four months is you're out of business. First off, you have to fire every single person that works for you. In one day. Yep. So everybody lost their job. That's assuming if you're a vape store and you carry nothing else but. Mm-hmm. But let's assume you're a convenience store and you sell vape products also. You it's as much as, it's it's yeah. 35% of their overall business and you're, you're gone too. And you're going to mm-hmm. still have to pay the same electric bill, the same gas bill, the same uh, employees, the same rent. Yep, if you have a contract for how long, you know, five years, what's the yeah. word, not a mortgage, but a, uh, a lease, yeah. you're still responsible for the lease. This was, it hasn't been done since 1920 when it was the outlaw of alcohol, and I think they got more than 24 hours notice on that, yeah. you saw that coming. Nobody saw this coming. We don't, listen, we don't carry vape, but you don't put an industry out of business because of basically hearsay. Oh, but mm-hmm. flavored vape is, is well, a problem and blah, blah, blah. And the fact of the matter is that that's not what it is. No. It is marijuana-based. Yeah, they were, but, the, but they haven't got rid of marijuana because marijuana is legal in that state. Mm-hmm. And they didn't he, stop that. He stopped the vape products on marijuana as well. So. All vape. You can't buy a vape ionizer or a right. vape, um, what do you call that? The... the um, Battery. Right. Anything so, to do with vape was yeah. shut down. So let me tell you what they did to those poor retailers that are in that state. Uh, if you go over the border, which is where we are, there's lines by the vape stores. Nine o'clock in the morning, the store isn't even open. There was a line down the street mm-hmm. from where we are. I, so you save nothing except put your retailers in your state I was out of business. downstairs this morning talking to... The boys on the floor, they said, all of a sudden, 90% of the phone calls coming into two guys are about, do you have vape? Right. It's all the Massachusetts people mm-hmm. seeing yeah. smoke shop, and they're still going to use the product. I know. All they so, did is hurt, hurt the businesses. It used to be the theme in Massachusetts was, make it in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. I'm here to tell you, they threw me out 25 years ago. <laughs> they did everything they could so I couldn't make it, and now they're doing it to the next generation. And, and here's the issue. There was just a test release yesterday. That shows the the one thing that these vapes now have in common is the bootleg marijuana vapes vapes that are causing the illness. They tested positive for hydrogen cyanide. 
So on, bo- on bootleg stuff. On bootleg but the stuff. only per- so bootleg didn't go away, by the way. No, bootleg, bootleg was bootleg. Gonna be, yeah, you're still going to get a bootleg. You're so buy all it they did Facebook is get, is get the good, the good mm. stuff or the the stuff that's that's gone safe, through testing. Right. The safe stuff. The safe stuff is what you took. You took the safe stuff off. So what should end up happening? The people that end up wanting it are going to go to the bootleg, and now you got a problem. Now you got a huge problem. You just turned a problem that was pocketed. You know, I don't want to say 12 people dying is small, but on the grand scheme of things, it is. And now that number has a chance to grow uh, so, tremendously. How about, how about lawsuits? That, you well, know, they, they've already started, but you know how long things take. Yeah. The businesses aren't going to be there by the time yeah. it's settled. But These but, businesses are going out of business now. This is an interesting... Within 24 hours. Interesting comment on uh, YouTube. Yeah. And when you think about it, this actually hurts cigar smokers Absolutely. because he said he's in Washington state and he thinks about 90% of local cigar shops also carry vape yeah. stuff. And they're going to go out of business because that was a big that part was, of their income. Yep. He said he's going to have to travel two hours to buy a cigar locally because yeah. the shops are going out of business. Because a lot of stores can't have just one per. you know, we're knock on wood, we're lucky enough to be right. a cigar store, but- the name of my Mo- company is Two Guys Smoke Shop because yeah, when right. I started, I carried everything. There was no vape at the time, mm-hmm. but we carried everything because we needed a, we, we, magazines and coffee right. and lottery tickets yeah. because we had to have enough to end up being Paying able to pay the, the bills, rent. Yeah. Right. My biggest concern with this is, and uh, I didn't put it in the news, but Maryland this week proposed a bill to ban all flavored tobacco. Yeah. If you could do this with vape, you're about to start doing this oh, with yeah. flavored tobacco. Who's to say regular tobacco isn't down the line? You know, so I've been yelling and screaming all week about this. And some people said to me, well, what do you care? You don't even carry vape. And I said, because we're next. This is not right what they're doing yeah. to them. And we're next. We're going to be the next fallen part of it and stuff. And you got you to stand up for these people. And I'm in, I'm in New Hampshire. Oh, start putting vape in here and stuff. I says, no, we'll even be next. The state will be next because yeah. I've, I've fought with the, with the Congress and, and Senate here and there. And they go, well, you know, Massachusetts is this. How about if we do half of that to you? No, you, you have to fight for all of them because they're, they're going to get us next. And it's, yeah. it's wrong what they're doing. And uh, buyer beware anyway on on a product that hasn't been fully tested or something. Uh, And then I want to go as far as to say follow the money. Why is this happening? Well, Philip Morris, and I'm going to blame them again, the big guy to blame. They've created the next product already. IODS or whatever. Yeah, IODS, something like that. Yeah. It is a heat, not burn product. Yes. And it already passed FDA compliance. Yeah, and these things seem to somehow slide through very quickly. Yep. Nobody saw it coming. I did because I saw it happen in China first. And here it becomes the next product. And uh, Philip Morris ends up, yeah, do they have a piece of a product here? Yes. That, that's, it's, it's called a pawn. It's a chess game. And they have their little pawn, and they actually sacrifice their pawn to capture the whole right. whole they, game. They sacrifice cigarettes to a degree yes. to get the vape, and yeah. now they're just going to keep on moving. And here it is. Yeah, what a shame. Yeah. What a shame. What a shame watching this happen. And, um, you know, what do you do about it? Um, but it's it's big, big money that's yeah. happening. I mean, they sacrificed a $2 billion a year industry. That's Charlie Baker, and he's the, um, the, the governor there. Uh, shame on you for what you did. And... Um, you, there's going to be lawsuits and it's going to cost you state money, but um, 
even more worried about that. You have a whole bunch of other states looking at it right now mm-hmm. of what he did, and these things tend to snowball. It's a it's a big mistake what you did, and um, you you put families out of business, and um, you, you're saving nobody because look up here. I was the guy that moved when you taxed uh, when the state taxed cigars into Massachusetts, and I moved over the border. The question is, who's the David Garofalo of the vape business that's going to come across the border now and set up shop over here? Um, it was good to me, the way I did it with uh, the cigars, and it could be good for you. All right, so uh, early thoughts here on the Avo Synchro Nicaraguan? It's a little bit floral. There's also some nuttiness and some earthy components. It's what you would expect from an Avo. If you're an Avo fan, you're going to love this. Little, a little been- more than an Avo. It's a little more than an Avo. I like it. This is right up my alley. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I'm getting into this stuff, there's, uh, there's, there's more flavors than there would be. Uh, you said Peruvian? It's Peruvian. Peruvian. Interesting. Which is one of my favorite yep. tacos. Yeah. I like the Peruvian uh, little zip that's happening here, and, the, and there's some flavor to it. Ed Sullivan, who likes really strong cigars, you're okay it, with this? It's fine, but it is floral for my taste. That's where, you know, I described it as perfumey, but it's very floral. Yeah, I, I like it. I like it. All right, we'll, we'll get to that as we go. Uh, very little has done. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we talked about celebrities who smoke cigars. Uh, but what about their characters, the characters in movies and TVs? Not only uh, who did smoke the characters, but what did they smoke? We'll get to that, too. And later, uh, Brick Breaking Barista joins us with some coffee. We'll tell you, we'll learn a little about uh, Gary Marino, uh, what he smokes, and uh, see if he is the Mr. Jonathan replacement. Ah, has my vote. Yeah. We're live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, celebrating two years, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta. The Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. America's favorite love story takes on a modern zeal with this A.J. Fernandez collaboration. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta, crafted in Esteli, Nicaragua, is a contemporary take on the rich and robust profile of the Romeo by Romeo collection. This exceptional premium offering employs an aged San Andreas wrapper considered one of the most flavorful leaves used in today's premium cigar market. Handcrafted in Nicaragua by cigar master A.J. Fernandez. Full-flavored, dressed in a stunning San Andreas wrapper. Rich and bold profile with notes of dark chocolate, spice, and licorice. And available in four sizes, Robusto, Toro, Pyramid, and Short Magnum. Competitively priced under $10. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta. The Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. 
It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, Those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth-generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. If some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tobacalera Palmer, has produced the cigar that not only belongs to the factory, but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special, using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper surrounding a Dominican blend of Piloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. With the exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. 
the flavor smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing part. La Galera, Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera, Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut Cigar because they demand more. Hi, this is Nestor Miranda from Miami Cigar and you are listening to the Cigar Authority. Esther Miranda, we're going to have him on soon. Uh, we're, we're starting to fill up our calendar again. Uh, we're back, and we're talking about celebrities who dare smoke cigars in public. How dare they do this? I think it's good for the cigar industry, and I thank uh, Nick Jonas once again for uh, taking that step forward, and we'll see if uh, many people follow that. Uh, and we're going to talk about the characters who smoke cigars on screen and what did they smoke so welcome back everybody we're smoking the avo synchro nicaraguan which uh has some nicaraguan tobacco in it a small portion of it uh but reminds me more of a dominican cigar uh frankly i'll tell you um, it's part of the care package so there's a thousand people that are smoking along with us you'll notice it's really packed it's soft pressed but it's packed pretty packed yeah yet the draw is so easy yep it's effortless yeah i mean they they make a great cigar anyway davidoff makes a fantastic cigar uh but box press wasn't their thing but they they're good at it they did a, i think this was the first cigar they did box press mm. at least bravo it definitely was uh but it continues to be you know floral and earthy and it has a somewhat long finish. To yeah, it. yeah. There's a lot of taste to it. So, uh, no, I like it. Um, it, it. It's, again, one of those cigars that looks like it's dark and powerful. Yes. It is not. No, but for a Dominican, it is. Yeah. You know, compare, you can't remove the floor Dominicana from the equation. Yes. But it's stronger than other avos. Sure, sure. All right, so in the movies, the characters who smoked on camera and what did they smoke? Um... I have down here um, Hugh Jackman. Do you know who he was? Yeah, he was Wolverine. Wolverine. What do you think he smoked? Well, we cheated on this one. You told me it was Cohiba. Oh, okay. <laughs> and right. then you were like, we'll get through the last. So I don't know the rest of the answers, but I knew the first one. All right. So Alfred Hitchcock. Why you know him? Alfred Hitchcock smoked Dunhill Cubans and Monte Cristo Cubans. Huh. And I actually have a picture of him smoking a Dunhill Cuban. And Dunhill Cuban is the... Holy Grail, by the way, yep. mm-hmm. of cigars. Not your Holy Grail, though. Not anymore. Oh, you got yours? I, I've had it, yeah. Awesome. I had it. Um, there's only one left, 1492. Oh, that's, see, that's what I was getting yeah. to. Your Holy Grail is different than the... Yeah. yeah. I, that used to be on my list. I had a, a short mm-hmm. list of cigars I had to get to someday, yeah. and uh, the Dunhill Cuban was one of them, uh, but I've had it. Will Smith, Independence Day. Romeo and Juliet. Bearing. Do you remember that? He I remember the, bearing. Yes, he had the bearing in the tube, and he took uh, it out of the tube, and he said, okay, come I, on, we're going to save I the remember, world. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Bateman in American Psycho. Did you see that movie? I read the book, but I never saw the movie. Um, very, very interesting scene when he chops the guy up, and then he sits down and lights a cigar. And according to what it had on the internet, it said it was a Gurkha. But I'll be damned if I thought it was an Ashton. Hmm. So somebody's got to help me with that. But yeah, there was a white labeled Gurkha that oh, yeah? could have confused you. All right. Uh, but I remember that. All right. This is what I have here. But, but you know, there's something in here. 
But so when I worked for Miami Cigar, we would have movie companies call us up all the time. And for X amount of dollars, we could work yeah, your yeah. cigar into. So it wouldn't surprise me that a Gurk has been in there because yeah. Hensoy has a little bit of an ego and he likes to spend money. Okay. <clears throat> um, Clint Eastwood, we talked about him on the Toscano issue, the good, bad, and the ugly. Yeah. 1966, he was smoking Toscano uh, through a lot of those uh, sp spaghetti westerns, mm -hmm. along with the next one, which is Columbo. Um, he would smoke a short cigar that was free, whatever was around he has over the time. And, you know, as a cigar geek, when I watch these shows and stuff, I'm always looking for the band to see what it right, is. Yeah. Um, Garcia Vega, El Producto. In Toscano, okay, is what I've seen over over those times. Based on the time frame of the show, those don't surprise me. General Garrison, do you know who he was? I don't know who that is. Black Hawk Down, two thousand one. Uh, Mister Otto replies, Miami, my friend, not a Cuban. Two thousand one. So that could have been a Miami cigar. Yeah, or it could have been a my father made in Miami. Could have been not in two thousand one. Could have been El Titan, the Bronze. They've been around been. forever. Could have been something else. Yeah, was it El Producto? Was the factory on the corner down there in Caliocho where uh, Ernesto made his cigars? Um, El Credito. Okay, El, El Credito. Credito. Uh, Al Pacino and Scarface. No band was on it, okay. but he said it was a Cuban. Okay. Because he was Cuban. P.S. Bronson, 2001, Die Another Day. Um, Delcados, a cigar in a Cuban factory. And those were all filmed over Delicados. in the UK, so it doesn't surprise me they were smoking in Cuban. We mentioned Ron Perlman and Hellboy. Yeah. It was a good cigar from Nicaragua. Without saying what the name mm. was, that was it. Nobody good wanted to pony up the money for their I placement. Guess. Arnold Schwarzenegger in Predator. I have no idea what that cigar was. That was 87. Um, here was the beginning of the early days of the cigar boom yeah. when uh, Predator I, came out. And I love when he left the office in California. He lit up inside the governor's office, not caring about the smoking laws, mm. shut out the lights, yeah. and walked out. There we go. That was the end of that. Yeah. Cape Fear, Robert De Niro. Do you remember? Was I big, remember. I don't was, remember what he it smoked. It was a big, thick cigar. This was early <laughs> days of thick cigars. It was Casablanca. Half Jerobom. Do you remember that? No, it was I a JR cigar brand. I remember the brand. brand. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't remember, remember the Jerobom. Wow. It was, it was like, what the hell is that smoke? What are they thinking? It was, there was no band on it, but I got later, uh, I got the answer to it for sure that it was the Casablanca. Jack Nicholson, A Few Good Men. Um, he said it was a Cuban. Cuban, right. Yeah. There was no band on it. Not, and they were right in Cuba. Kramer. Oh, I remember this. Kramer from uh, Seinfeld. It was a Potagus Cuban. Cuban. Yeah. It was the Potagus. Mm. Was it number 10? Hmm. It was a big size Churchill. Um, not a Solomon, but a big yeah. whatever. Not a Lusitania. Could be. Could be. That's is a that big the, cigar. Yeah. It was like an A, wasn't it? I think it wasn't the, an A. It the was Lusitania a is their double Corona. Yeah, that sounds right. Mel Gibson. Uh, Cohiba Cubans. Kid Rock. Short, Kid Rock. short stories. There we go. Because you know. Because <laughs> he buys from twoguyscigars.com. <laughs> there we go. Or and buys the same thing does. over and over. <laughs> Toro Fuente short stories, um, which I he's he's done on stage and he's done yeah. uh, everywhere, which, you know, this, it's all good for us, guys. That's the whole idea of it. Michael Jordan, what does he smoke? Uh, Must Cohibas. be Cuban. 
golf courses and stuff? No, you've seen it. Yeah, uh, Cohiba, Romeo, Davidoff, Davidoff, really? It's Davidoff, yeah. Um, as long as we're going athletes, you got Dwayne Wade from the Miami Heat, Laura Rora Perferito smoker. Uh, all right, pictures of him with the NBA trophy lighting up a, a red. Okay, uh, Kelsey Grammer, seen many times smoking Davidoff. Uh, Joe Montaigne. Always the same thing. No idea. Toro Fuente. I'm, I'm done guessing at this point because I keep saying Romeo because it's one of the biggest brands. Yeah. And I've been wrong every time. George Burns. El Producto. So, that is correct. Yeah. El Producto all the time. Uh, Godfather, they never showed what it was. Spider-Man, they never showed what it was. Um, uh, no, and I, I spent the better part of an hour one day trying to freeze frame it and just couldn't come mm. up with what it was. I do the same stuff, so we're sick. We're sick at Sullivan. We're sick. Yeah, I'm thinking, oh, where's a high D, an HD version of this? The Punisher, uh, John Travolta's. Uh, can't see what it is. Uh, Robert Mitchum in The Longest Day in Cape Fear. Can't see what it is. Tony Soprano. CAO Sopranos. CA, CAO, yeah. but not Sopranos. It was the CAO Red Label Maduro box pressed. Is what that was. Was that the one made at the Perdomo factory? No. It was the gold label. That was the Cameroon, yeah. Um, John Wayne and the Alamo, couldn't tell. Jimmy Stewart, uh, two road together. Um, again, you can't see what these are. Morgan Freeman and Chain Reaction. Kurt Russell and Tombstone. Uh, John Carpenter's The Thing. James Wood in the Carpenter's, and John Carpenter's Vampire, Once Upon an America. James Kahn, uh, Flesh in... Bone in lots of movies that he did in Orson Welles also, but these were unbanded cigars that they uh, never did. But that's the long list that I have of. Yeah, uh, and there of, was a scene in the Untouch. Uh, was it the Untouchables with Sil uh, Sylvester Stallone, Arnold Schwarzenegger, where they oh, come out yeah. of retirement and they go back? There's a scene where all five of them yes, have a cigar lit. That's right. Yeah, I think it was the Untouchables. Well, Somebody will correct me if I'm wrong. Dave, yeah. how about Archie Bunker? What was he smoking? In one episode, it was Macanudo. Yeah, that he actually opened the box of Macanudo yeah. and said, "Macanudo, these are the good ones. These are the good ones. These are a dollar a piece." He said, "Yeah, Macanudo, Baron de Rothschild." Yes, they say it was in Candela at that time. Yeah, which could have been. Yeah, was and Hogan's Heroes was always yeah. Candela. Somebody else uh, speculated the uh, Monte Cruz two tens were which were also six and a half by forty two. Oh. yeah, could be. Here's your ride. You hear it? Yeah, I hear it. <laughs> yeah. Your ride. <laughs> take me away. They're about a segment too quick for the asylum. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's find out what's up in the cigar world with Barry Stein. It's time for what's, what's up? up in the cigar world. Brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse cigar today. And Vic Anderson and Victor Medrano let me know it was the Expendables. Ah, very good. That's right. Uh, in New Hampshire, the budget passed after a month of delay. However, some bad news for smokers here in New Hampshire, as the budget contained language that will raise the tobacco purchase age to 19. But it passed the House and Senate, 
Right. But it did not go through the governor yet. He hasn't signed it as of yet. Correct. But he, they worked on this together. He said he's going to sign it. Ugh. So uh, that'll probably go into effect January 1st. So it goes to 18 to 19. Some people will call that a win. I call it a lose. Uh, they move the goalpost. I hate it. Yep. Uh, it's not right. It's not right that 18-year-olds can, they can get married. They can get, um, well, you can adopt get married a child. Well, you can get married at 15 in uh, yeah. New Hampshire. But you can adopt a child. Mm-hmm. You can go to war. You can yeah. learn how to fly an airplane. But you can't make the conscious decision whether to light up or not. Yeah, so the day the budget passed to 19, uh, they began a hearing on a law that would change the voting age to 17. Uh, so how crazy yeah, is that? It's crazy. Uh, Pennsylvania saw the first reading of their tobacco 21 law pass 43 to 6. Oh. So uh, members of both sides of the aisle um, voted for that. And uh, we're not getting, uh, in our industry, we're not getting enough people to fight on these things. Yep, They're yep. letting it go. Yep. And, and I know because as I was fighting here, um, we weren't getting um, the, the industry to fight it because it's a supposedly mm-hmm. – Losing battle, but you got to fight. And uh, meanwhile, over at famous marketing guru Tommy Z-Man Zarzecki was let go from his position, but the real news was the alleged threats he made via text. He would shoot up the place with an AK-47. Not a good call he there, was, buddy. He was released <laughs> on a $20,000 bail. <laughs> and, uh, accor- Not a good call. According there. to our sources, Nat Sherman is set to take over the distribution of Casada cigars which saw Patricia Casada leave the company to focus on her masters in Barcelona, Spain. Now, that, I, I don't believe that was on the last show we did, but I believe last year I had that prediction okay. that they would actually buy it. It, right? could, it could be the this predecessor is, to the purchase. Yeah, so this is Altria, supposedly not to be confused with Philip Morris. It's the same thing same because thing. because that actually just got separated, you know, that right, they're, yep. they're not going to call it Philip Morris again for whatever reason. I think okay. it has more to do with the vape stuff and all that stuff, to what's going on. But it's the same thing. If it quacks like a duck, it is. And uh, now they're going to distribute. Now, why would they want to – why would Philip Morris want to distribute Casada cigars? Mm. Why would that put – they're either taking it or not taking yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, there's some predicate brands there, Fonseca being one of them. I hate Philip Morris getting into our industry, right. our cigar industry, because you see what they do. They got into the vape industry, and they just wipe that out. Yep. They're going to come into this industry and wipe that out so they can sell more cigarettes or heat not burn or whatever's going on. I don't like them. And I don't like that this is even happening. There'll so. supposedly be a press release on this at the first of the month, which would be the start of a new quarter. Uh, yeah, because this is not confirmed. Not confirmed. Yeah. According to sources. But we know it's happening. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> and uh, to add to your list of celebrities that smoke cigars, the entire New England Patriots smoked Padron. Yes, they did. The entire <laughs> New England Patriots. And when the Red Sox won, they actually smoked a row. Ah, yeah. okay. Um Next week, um, what did they smoke as their first cigar? We're going to talk about um, the different manufacturers, the first cigar. You're going to be surprised. First cigars they ever smoked, some of them you're going to think is going to obviously smoke their own brand or or their father owned the company or something. But maybe they went around the woodshed and they smoked something different. We have the answers to that. We're going to tell you our cigars, our first cigars we ever had and, uh, and, and a lot more when it comes to it. And 
by all means, the people that listen to us and chime in um, on, what do they chime in on, Facebook and on YouTube? Yep. yep. Uh, YouTube Live, if in Facebook Live, uh, if you throw that in there while the show's going on, and uh, we'll see what you guys are smoking, too. Or even send an email to Barry at the CigarAuthority.com. In advance. In advance, and I'll give you a shout on the air and which cigar you first started smoking. Okay. It's, it's just interesting to me yeah. of, of what it is, and I think you're going to see, like, Older guys like us, it's going to be a certain thing. Yeah. And then younger people, <laughs> younger than us, it's going to be the next step because there is typically a time frame of th- this is the cigar most people start with. Yeah. Ten years later, it becomes a different cigar. Yeah. Ten years later, and what will the next one be? You know, So we'll look at that. Um, the following week, we have Richard Hacker from the Ultimate Cigar Book coming on and the winner of our contest, which I want to briefly uh, bring up again because we haven't got – all that many people signing up for this. Mm-hmm. So your odds are very good, mm-hmm. and nobody's close. It's okay. Don't look at it mm-hmm. and say, I'm not going to get all 15. If you do get all 15, yep. 15. If you get all 15, I'm going to give you a uh, trip to Two Guys Anniversary Party next year, and that will include airfare and hotel and a VIP ticket to the event. And the event is September 16, 2020, where I'll give away $35,000 at the event. So you got a shot at that, too. Yep. Uh, if nobody gets them all correct, the person who gets the most is going to win a VIP ticket, no expenses. You're, you're on your own. But that is a $350 ticket, and you got a chance of winning 35000 And let's be honest, it's as close to random winner as possible. Yeah. It's so up in the air. Yeah. Nobody's getting So, so give it a shot. How, how do you do that, Barry? Uh, you go to the CigarAuthority.com. If you're on a, a desktop version of the page, it'll be on the right-hand side um, for Cigar Smoked. If you're on a mobile browser... You're going to scroll down with your thumb about six or seven times or your index finger, and you'll see the graphic. Click the graphic. You can enter it. I haven't begun tallying the votes yet because I've been on vacation this week. So for those of you who chose to wait till next week, thank you for making my life easier. Yes, and uh, the contest runs now till October 4th at at noon Eastern. Noon Eastern time. Um, And the show is on October 5th, but it'll give us time to end up figuring out who ends up winning. So uh, now till October 4th at noon Eastern is there. So do it right now. You listen to the show. Pull over. (laughs) <laughs> and just go on there. It's going to take you a couple of minutes. Yep. Don't do it while you're driving. No texting and driving. No, just pull over. Go on there. Just uh, It's going to be 15 little buttons you're going to click. All the answers are there. But you, the idea is which one yep. are you going to end up choosing for it. So it's pretty random, of, and somebody ends up winning. And uh, as only I can do it, let's name one more celebrity that smokes cigars. Porn star Luna Star, who started in the cigar industry before she went to porn, is an avid cigar smoker. She started in the cigar industry and then got into porn. And then got into porn. She worked hmm. for a cigar shop owned by Nesta Miranda. Really? She answered phones for Miami Cigar. You work with her? I worked with her. There's hmm. pictures on my Facebook with her. And uh, right after she shot her first movie, um, she wanted to hang out because it would probably be the last time that she'd be able to hang out and smoke a cigar with people. And then she went from her real name to Luna Star. Hmm. I know, and I know her real name. Yeah. But I'm not going to shame her with that. No, no. And she's still doing it? Still smoking cigars every now and then? She's still doing the porn. Oh, yes. Yeah? Yeah, she's done over 200 movies. Oh, my God. But uh, on her Instagram, occasionally, you'll see her light up a cigar. Hmm. And how about in a porn? She ever light a cigar in a porn? I've only seen a few of the movies, and she hasn't. No. (laughs) Reach out to her. Ask her, is there a porn? Where you're smoking a cigar? I'll do that. Yeah. Yeah. 
and you can report back. There you go. Next that. week, she <laughs> answers me. She's answered me a couple times. Okay, that ding ding means it's time for the matchup of the week. Brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair Cigars. Who would win this hypothetical battle? And today, uh, would you rather have the best house in a shitty neighborhood? I'm going to go to you, Barry, first. The best house in a shitty neighborhood or the worst house in a fancy <coughs> neighborhood? I'd rather live in a shitty neighborhood. Um, you know, I lived And have in, the best house. Yeah, I lived in New York City. I lived in Miami. I like the diversity of an urban area. Um, so I'd rather live within diversity than within... People with their nose in the air that's going to be looking down on you that you have the shittiest house. So I'll take a good house and a bad But everyone house. might come rob you or something. Because you have the best house. Well, you got to treat your neighbors right and you'll be protected. Ah. Uh-huh. Mm. So tell him why he's wrong because you are you do the real estate house party. You do a real estate podcast show. Well, so yeah, for resale value, it's clear. You want the shitty house in the good neighborhood. Absolutely. I mean, you may not want... I mean, it's a good neighborhood. So even the shittiest house is going right. to be pretty good. Somebody could tear your house down and put up the McMansion there in the, in the spot. Yep. You, you have a highly valuable property. You know, it's like if, if you end up getting waterfront property or something and there's a shitty house on it, you're going to pay big, big money for that. If you end up having the house <coughs> in the shitty neighborhood, that's the win. Yeah. I think it's a clear winner here. Clear winner. Clear winner. You were absolutely wrong, Barry Stein. <laughs> <laughs> I'll still live where I want to live. Barry, it's the first time, so. Every now and then, I got to be wrong, you know? Yeah. So Mr. Jonathan can be right. Okay. So he, he didn't get to answer it, but let's assume he would have been wrong, too. Oh, he's always wrong. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So our final thoughts here on the Avo Synchro, which to me, I'm only halfway done. I, I, I could get two hours out of this. Yeah, I'm at the point where I'm, uh, I'm hitting, the, I guess, the last third. Close to the last quarter, I'm getting a little bit notes of uh, of a hard pretzel, uh, but it's still be it's still earthy. It's good, little floral on the aroma. Yeah, you got the pretzel on it. Uh, not, not that there's a lot of salt, maybe a yeah, little bit. Salt free pretzel. All yeah. the salt fell off. Yeah, you know, you buy a New York <laughs> City street pretzel. It's loaded right. with salt. You throw it in the bag. And you it's shake all it in the bag. You pull the pretzel out. There's no, no more salt. salt. <laughs> That's what you got. <laughs> From what I think they do is they wipe it with with uh, water. Yes. Yeah. And then they throw some salt on yes. it, and it sticks. But as soon as the water dries, <laughs> it's, it's so brittle that it all falls off. And, but, you know, those pretzel carts, I don't know if they have them anywhere outside of New York City. If you live in a small area, of course, they don't. Philly is a big pretzel. But I used to love the smell of the chestnuts that they had roasted. Oh, yes. yeah. Nobody does that anymore. Yeah. But it, it was the smell of Christmas. Chestnuts, though, you, you ever get them? Yeah, just the, to try one. Didn't like it. Very disappointing. Yeah, yeah, very disappointing. Did not match the aroma. No. Yeah, no. chestnuts roasting is delicious smell. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire, right? Mm-hmm. But it doesn't taste as good as it is. I'll say the same when it comes to people who smoke pipes. I oh, think yeah. pipes smell so great. Yep. And then when you smoke it, it's it's a letdown compared to what <laughs> And I know there's a whole bunch of you pipe guys over there. Also, what I've found is the ones that don't smell all that good taste good. Mm-hmm. But the ones that smell really good don't taste good. Yeah. All of a sudden, I got like this huge wafting aroma of vanilla, and I don't know if it's something that Gary's working on. Gary's over there. making some coffees for us because we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to bring on our brick-breaking barista from the Studio Twenty One Podcast Cafe. Learn a little about him as we light the prime cigar from our care package and tell you how you can get in on that. 
Also, the contest where you can win the trip to Two Guys 34th anniversary that we brought up. We'll tell you about that again because we need people to sign to uh, enter this thing. We're live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe celebrating our two-year anniversary. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars, as Rafael Nodal has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solera, Rafael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales, where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera, it will have you calling for an encore. In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX, all aged to perfection. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, each artfully crafted blend comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. To create this masterpiece, a combination of hand-selected filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf to bring you an endlessly complex and majestic experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allows the blend to marry, creating unmistakable and ever-changing tasting notes that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating each and every drop. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available online at twoguyscigars.com. Sereno, a majestic cigar aged to perfection. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of Cigar Science Basics, this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal, available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. 
Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the decade on steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. The La Galera Habano uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar for a classy company. Hi there, this is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority, and I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar elaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tobacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. Blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the Dominican-grown Corojo binder, and the filler made up of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Peloto Oro, creating a medium to full-bodied, attractively consistent, and aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar. Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at Better Cigar Shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa, are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family center company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. Hi, this is Brian Charles, living in Bangkok, Thailand, Mr. Jonathan's favorite city. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. No Mr. Jonathan edition here. We're back with our number two, celebrating two years here at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe and filling in for Mr. Jonathan today. First time with us, the brick-breaking barista, Gary Marino. How you doing? Welcome aboard. Glad to be here. First time doing the podcast? It is. A podcast? It is. And you've sat through... Hundreds of them. Hundreds. Hundreds as, as it's going on. I'm going to say that the middle seat of the Cigar Authority hasn't seen this much testosterone. Yeah. <laughs> so what do, you, what do you have for coffees here for us? Well, we have, a, um, we have an Americano, which is your favorite. Yep, that's what I always do. We have a latte, and we have a cappuccino. So the difference between a latte and a cappuccino is? The latte is you froth the cream, and you pour it in, and it just... Goes all, underneath all it. blends. Yeah. The cappuccino, you pour the cream in, and then you have the foam, and you f- make the cap of the cappuccino, cappuccino with the foam, yeah. Cap- and then a little bit of, little bit of cinnamon on top. All right. I'm going to go with the Americano, because I'm not doing any cream or anything right now, because I'm in my little fast thing I'm doing in the day. 
Which one for you, uh, Ed and Barry? Ed, I'll defer to you. I respect my elders. I'll have the Crappuccino. Well, I'm sure it's not a Crappuccino if Gary made it. That's my latte. <laughs> and Ed Sullivan's going to walk on camera, it looks like, and grab his uh, cappuccino. Let's see if my headset cord is long enough. Okay, oh, staying connected. Beautiful. Cappuccino, nice. Nice. Okay. So, um, you've been doing the coffee here now. How long have you been here? Four or five months. Four or five months. Five months. Yeah. I did that on purpose. And uh, you learned. You learned as you went on. I learned on the job. Yeah. And they, and I know people who work at Starbucks and they get a job and they go there and press the button, but that's not the case. No. This the machine that you have is a manual machine, and everything is kind of yeah by feel. You got to really learn how to do that to make them come out right. And, Victor uh, Morano says that uh, nobody would ever tell him that he makes crappy coffee because they'd be terrified <laughs> that he looks more like he should be in the CIA versus a barista, but he's actually in witness protection. There we go. Yeah, we can't talk a lot, a lot about him, but what I want to talk about now is the cigar we're going to light up. We'll all have the cigar. What do we have, Barry? Well, today's second cigar is the Davidoff Anniversario, and it's part of the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. It's manufactured in the Dominican Republic by Davidoff. And the size is the 4 and 7 eighths by 50 Special R. It features an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper over Dominican Peloto Seiko binder and Dominican fillers, including San Vicente. A single cigar will set you back $20.49, while a box of 25 is $482.99, which is a savings of about $30 or 6% off the box price on TwoGuysCigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try TwoGuysCigars.com. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com. So, time out here. So, if I signed up for Prime for $5 more, I got a $20.49 cigar. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Can yes, you, you did. I, can I sign up for Prime? Uh, you cannot. The families and <laughs> employees of the company are not eligible. All right. Well, you get the cigar I'm for free. I'm getting it for free. So. Right. So, uh, yeah, if you want to be part of the Cigar Authority Care Package, go on the Cigar Authority. You'll see the Care Package button there. $24.99 gets you four cigars every month, including shipping. And if you sign up for the Prime, it's $29.99, $5 more, and you get an extra cigar. What that extra cigar is, you don't know what it is, but we're going to smoke it during the, during the month. All the cigars we smoke during the month, but it'll be the extra cigar. Uh, that'll be there. I know uh, what they are, and he ain't telling. No. And, you know, <laughs> what I'll promise you is you're going to get your $5 worth every time. Here in this case, it's $20.50. Yep. So you get your $5 worth. Yes. You know, sometimes, you know, we did one cigar, I remember once, and somebody said, well, this is only a 6 or $7 cigar or something. How come? And it was the limited release firecracker that didn't come out yet. Right. You got it a month before everybody else. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's going to be something special if you end up signing there. Now, you say, I'm already a member of the care package. Um, can you end up switching over? And you can, right? Yes, you can. So what do you do The to best that? thing to do is uh, to send us an email. You can email Barry at twoguyscigars.com. You can That's email, the number two guys. Right. You can do info at twoguyscigars.com. And the reason why I say email is you're already in there. If we miss that you're already in there, we don't want you to be double charged. So it's easier for us just to switch you from one to the other manually on our end. Yeah. And I don't want to actually send it to you twice, even though you signed up for it twice because you can only buy it once. once. 
because there's no money in this, folks. You you see what you're yep. getting of whatever it is. But I want you to be part of the show and all this. I just and also to put out there, if you if you move and you change your address, going on to twoguyscigars.com and changing your address, we have no idea that you do that. Yeah. So send us an email or give us a call and let us know that you moved and tell us the new address. Yeah. Stay um, in touch. Stay in touch. Stay in touch. All right, let's give the cigar a cut and light. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. Hmm. So I'll let you borrow my cutter because you don't have one on you. He just gave me one oh. there. Just, just oh, cut you did it. it. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And uh, cold drawer is going to be probably similar to the Avo. Diavo Nicaraguan, how could that possibly be? A earthy barnyard, <laughs> hay, cedar. You could tell it's from the same factory. Yeah. So it's like you went into the horse barn <laughs> and grabbed some used straw out of there and took a big whiff. Yes. Used straw. Used straw. <laughs> yeah. Day, three day old straw. Used straw. <laughs> It's like a barn it, that had it, horses it, it in does it, but smell they like, removed the horses. It does smell and taste like the barnyard. It does. Uh, all right. Let's light her up. All right. We're going to light up our cigar today with the Vertigo Intimidated, Intimidator. It's twice I messed up the name of the cigar did. lighter. Intimidator. Uh, it features four jets and a color-changing flame. You can keep the, the lit part Vertigo. Oh. Or you could curve it for your lighting pleasure. The flame changes color, which makes it the excellent choice for the golf course. And this baby with the big-ass tank will set you back only $24.99. Vertigo's got it going on, man. Nobody can touch it. I saw Alan Gold this week. Yeah? We came to visit? Uh, I ran into him somewhere out out on the streets. All right. He did say he was heading over, I think, to Nashua. Barry's been on vacation. He's been at every every cigar bar in the state, <laughs> except our store. But, you no, know, you even actually stopped by our store, Yeah, too. I came on Thursday, yeah. had a cigar with you, worked on some show stuff. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Gary, you took part not only, uh, first off, you've been a customer and a friend for, oh, my God, it's... Got to be twenty five years. Yeah, back from the nineties. Yeah, from across the street when, yep. we, when we opened over there. I met Gary, and he walked in the store one day, and he's wearing a UFC t shirt. And UFC was brand brand new at the time, and I was so into it, and I would talk to people that didn't even want to talk about it because <laughs> I thought it was so unbelievable. Right, like me, you would tell me all about yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't care. You didn't want to know. And he walks in, and he's got the shirt on. I go, oh, my God. I said, you watch that? And you said, yeah. Not only do I watch it. I, I go to them. You go to them. <laughs> and we were like maybe three or four. There was maybe. Oh, I was back in 95, 96, yeah. only a year So or I said, you got to be kidding me. And you said, yeah, I go, and I took pictures, and let me come back. And you came back, and you showed me all pictures and stuff you took. And I go, how do you do this? Because it was so underground at the time. I mean, they would actually say it's going to be somewhere and right. then change it the last minute so uh, they yeah. wouldn't be shut Often down. Often they'd have to move the city because they'd decide you can't do that here. One time they literally moved it overnight. Yeah, in to 20- another state. Into another state in 24 <laughs> hours. Yeah. So it, it was unbelievable, and I said, "Okay, I want to go," and and we started going to yeah. them. 
And um, you later had your license plate, UFC fan, yep. way in early, and you actually turned it into a career yourself. Yeah, right. I started going as a fan, and then I became a... I got to be friends with Dana White, as you know. Yeah. I got to be friends with... He introduced I remember me. meeting him with you the first time we met, way back. Yeah, he introduced me to... A, um, his first time. His first time. Yeah. Not ours. Right. Yeah. He introduced me to a friend, Joe, Joe Cavallaro, and... Um, he was managing fighters, and I used to help him, and we'd work corners of some fighters. And then one day, somebody came up to me and wanted, looking for a manager. I went to Joe, and I said, hey, you want to manage this guy? He says, no, why don't you do it? I started managing, and I ended up managing a whole bunch of guys. Yeah. And uh, then later became the fight, prom not promoter, but the fight, um, what, what is it called? Matchmaker. Matchmaker, yeah. Yeah, I became a matchmaker for a show called Cage Fury in yeah. uh, New Jersey, which... Was a big thing. Which was a very big thing. And, yeah. And that was real big because we had, we had a lot of money. The guy had a lot of money and he wanted to do it right. And He did. I loved that. And got in the Street Fighter guy. The one who brought in Kimbo Slice. The original, you know, Kim, uh, I had known Kimbo about a year or so before that when he fought uh, Sean Gannon in the warehouse yeah. in Rhode Island. And I told him, I said, wow, I'd love to see you in MMA someday. He says, oh, yeah, we'll see, we'll see. So when I became the matchmaker, he was the first one I went after. Wow. And I put the fight together between him and Ray Mercer. Ray Mercer, heavyweight boxing champion. and Olympic gold medalist. Yeah. yeah. And uh, some people took that very negatively. Yeah. Yeah, Dana White took it very negatively. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 actually he, called, he actually texted me, called me up, and said he didn't like what I was doing. And I thought I had signed one of, a fighter that was contracted under the UFC. And, uh, you know, lo and behold, it was... Because I got them, and I guess they didn't. They didn't, right? No, they got Sean Gannon, which was a flop. Yeah, but I got Kimbo, and he became a superstar. Right. So. Till he died. Yeah, what a shame. I know yeah. he was a nice guy too. He definitely wasn't. Uh, they didn't yeah. judge a book by his cover. So yeah, I've been I've been living through the UFC through you. Of you know, I I go with you a few times, and the next thing you know, you're you're uh, in with you got to know them all. Oh all yeah, I, I was so into it. I I loved it. I loved being a I loved working the corners. I loved, and then I, I had the, originally I had the dream of when I became a manager, I said, oh, I would love to make that walk from the back into the cage with one of my own fighters. Yeah. And I did that finally in UFC 64 with um, Carmelo Marrero. We fought Czech Congo. Yeah. And beat him. Nice. Yeah. So it was great. So it was a dream come true. And where was that? What, what arena did you do? That was uh, MGM. Okay. Big, man. Yeah. Big. I remember going to one of the fights with you um, and uh, everybody coming up to you. You were a fan, but they all got to know you because you, you, were, you were there before all of them. Yeah. Fatitas, you were there before Dana White. And there. I was there before all of them. And it's funny. When and I, there's nobody there longer than you. No, I was there. At the, I was there. Well, I was watching UFC from the very first one. Yeah. But the one I first went to was UFC 7. And that's when I met Ken Shamrock and all them for the first yeah. time. and. And actually, Dana, you know, I don't mean to say anything about Dana, but, it, you know, he, if it wasn't for him, God, I, he made it possible yeah. for all of us to go to a lot of them things in the beginning. And yeah, yeah. Things changed. And, and he was just a Boston guy himself. Yeah, he was a Boston guy. Yeah. He worked at the, at the hotel. Boston Harbor Hotel in Boston. He, was a, he worked at the door there. Yeah, look at him now. Yeah, right? I know it. Holy God. Um, and uh, then you had an injury yourself. Um, and then you end up coming to work here as the barista. Right? Yeah, I was in, always in construction my yeah. whole life, and I was doing that, and I used to save up money and go to all the fights. And Yeah. Yeah, I got hurt about five, six years ago. Yeah, because people 
see you behind there making coffee and typically a barista looks very different than you you're a very <laughs> very different looking barista it's like what yeah. the hell is this guy doing making coffee i'm on light I, duty yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not as light as our last barista yeah yeah, yeah. he was thin yeah i never at. met him but i heard a lot i heard he was a nice guy <laughs> he, was, he, he was he was different he was friendly he was different than you he was different yeah uh all right let's take a peek into the asylum right now from our friends at asylum cigars it's time for news from the insane asylum odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true or are they brought to you by asylum cigars take no prisoners asylum cigars are truly flavorful medium-bodied nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from four inches by 44 to the absolutely insane eight inch by 80 asylum cigars <laughs> The Alaskan Supreme Court recently ruled that anyone can offer the invocation to start a government-based hearing, and this week saw the opening prayer offered by FSM. This week, the Pastafarian pastor stated, I am called to invoke the power of the true inebriated creator of the universe, the drunken tolerator of the lesser and more recent (laughs) gods, and maintainer of gravity here on Earth. May the great flying spaghetti monster rouse himself from his stupor and let his noodly appendages ground each assembly member in their seats. The church believes that an invisible, undetectable monster made of spaghetti and meatballs created the universe after drinking heavily mm. and that his noodly appendages hold great power. The pastor who wore a colander on his head ended his prayer with ramen, and that's not only ramen. insane, <laughs> it's asylum. <laughs> God, oh, nice, ridiculous things. Yeah, they actually <laughs> even let somebody from uh, the Church of Satan hold the opening invocation, and half the uh, assembly walked out. They can make a church on anything. Can we get yeah. back to the church with the with the cigars in it and have <laughs> this this part of our religion or something to end up saving the cigar it's industry? Protected then. Then it would be protected, no matter how crazy. There well, we tobacco is tied into the Taino Indians. It is. That was their religious mm-hmm. thing. So let's bring it back. Um. Okay, uh, your first paying job contest, go on to the Cigar Authority, find it, and enter this thing in so we can give this away next week. Uh, it'll be next Saturday show. Next Saturday show. So this is your last chance to do that, please do. Uh, we're smoking the Davidoff anniversary because we are celebrating. Well, we're smoking the Davidoff anniversario. So that's something interesting. So this is Davidoff anniversario. <laughs> and I remember when Padron came out with their anniversario years ago and if you notice padrone doesn't say anniversario anymore it says padrone anniversary and this is why because they own the anniversario so So they they mean the same thing yeah they mean the same thing they asked them to change it um and sure enough it was changed so so uh you know twenty dollars and 49 cents it's a celebratory cigar yeah it's an excellent choice for celebrating jonathan not being here yeah we're celebrating that yeah Victor Medrano says in the chat room, anytime Mr. J is not around is a celebration. Yes, that's why we're doing it. Uh, It's spicier than you would think the cigar is going to be. You know, you think it's going to be because it's a uh, light wrapper and it's Davidoff or something, but there's some zip to a Davidoff. There's plenty of flavor. You wouldn't call it strong, but it does have 
bold flavor to it. It's got a little yeah. bite to it. Mm. Especially once you put the retrohale into the equation, some of that spice actually moves up to the to front of your... Uh, ah. Gary, do you retrohale, meaning blow it through your nose? I do that. Yeah, I can do that, yeah. Let me see. Because <laughs> usually Jonathan, Jonathan doesn't usually do pukes. it. Yeah. yeah. He does it with no problem. So, <laughs> yeah. I think this is a replacement. He can do it. There's no <laughs> problem. You're not crying. You're not coughing. <laughs> there we go. A little cough. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's not like it's not like back in the old. Well, I smoked cigarettes back yeah. in the day. So, so uh, are you getting any flavor notes here? Um, I think I'm getting a little, uh, maybe a little earthy, maybe a little uh, hint of walnut. walnut. <laughs> I hear that a lot of yeah. Maybe a little scraping out of a walnut that's a few days old or yeah. something. Yeah. Mixed with some, I don't know, Pop-Tart crust. <laughs> wow. No, no. I, I think he nailed it. <laughs> I think he nailed it. I hear that all the time up here. Right? Any Chinese peapods? No. Uh, walnut, walnut shell with some scraped Pop-Tart dough. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually very good. It's perfect. Great cigar. Typically, what do you smoke? What do you like smoking? I smoked the uh, Aladino. Yeah. And um, up until five months ago, I hadn't smoked a cigar in years. And you know, I was yeah. a little behind the time, but I got yeah. some you oldies took, but you goodies. You five, six years off of cigar oh, smoking? Probably eight or ten almost. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. But I always loved the... Um, but he's back, baby. Yeah, he's I back. am back. He's back. I'm back. In the okay. last half hour, Dave mentioned how you can become a part of the Cigar Authority Care Package. And you could do that also on the cigarauthority.com by on the right hand side, right underneath the first job contest is a graphic for the care package. Yeah. Go ahead, click that, it'll take you to two guys cigars.com. And you could uh, smoke along with great cigars like the Stavidoff or the Avo with us. Yeah. Starting next month. Yeah. You, starting next month because this one's this one's this ready one, to go out. Yeah, they packaged it either yesterday or they're gonna do it tomorrow and it'll ship probably it'll ship. So, on Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, so you'll get into the into the next month of that if you want to be part of it. And uh, the, you're not stuck. You, you end up joining this thing, and you say after a few months or something, I want out. Then you just say, okay, stop. Uh, you won't. You won't. Yeah. Once you get in, you, you'll, you'll see why, and uh, you hang in. Uh, the idea is for you to smoke along with us so that when we do, or when Jonathan comes up with some wacky flavors or something, or we're talking about the cigar, you can smoke the cigar with us. Unless you're Rudy, he cheated, and he smoked this a couple of weeks ago because he couldn't wait. Yeah. <laughs> I see that happen, that somebody yeah. posts a picture of something, and I'm like, we're not doing that for three, three weeks. weeks you know? yes. <laughs> but uh, hang on. And smoke the cigar with us. So when we're talking, and you can uh, be part of it and yeah. enjoy the show with us. So uh, seeing we're smoking the cigar, it would be tell you know it's like watching the Food Network and they're eating all this great food and stuff. And I want to <coughs> eat it too, but I don't have it, and they do. Oh, so um, you don't you don't have to. You can be part of it. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we got an offer of the day that Mr. Jonathan wouldn't have done, but maybe Gary Marino will. We're celebrating Studio 21 anniversary with the Davidoff Anniversario, and we're live in the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let's talk a little about Rough Rider cigars. So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass-looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice its sweet-like honey flavor. 
smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding. The Rough Rider cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, but wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range. That's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. Rough Rider cigars. So there's nothing rough about Rough Rider except the name. Rough Rider Cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada Number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican Cigar Manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Andullo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Andullo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar & Company. It's time to light that cigar and stay tuned. Ooh. The Cigar Authority will be right back on the United Podcast Network. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more. It's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Oh! 
Legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. The nearly 175-year-old H. Upman brand in collaboration with storied cigar maker A.J. Fernandez bring a medium to full-bodied, sweetly balanced, and yet complex smoking experience. Boasting an Ecuador Sumatra wrapper, this cigar produces incredible aromas and nuances of sweet spices. Today, almost 175 years later, the legacy of H. Upman lives on a brand new take on an age-old brand. Handcrafted in Esteli, Nicaragua by Cigar Master A.J. Fernandez. Available in four sizes, priced under $9. A legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. Sono Michael Cappellini dal Toscano Cigars e stai ascoltando al Cigar Authority sul United Podcast Network. Benvenuti a tutti voi. We're back. We're smoking the Davidoff anniversario, celebrating two years here at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. We're talking about celebrities and with us is our celebrity. He's the barista here, Gary Marino. Hey. And... Uh, we had a lot of people uh, chime in on uh, different celebrities that we may have left out. Steve Harvey, another great one. Yep, did a great video in support of. Yeah, of cigar smoking, why he likes it, why he likes uh, cigar smoking so much. Um, the Beast, the world uh, strongest man. Yeah, I think three years ago he won the strongest man in the world contest. Yeah. Regular cigar smoker. He smoked. I saw him on TV the other day smoking a cigar. Yeah. There we go. We have a local celebrity over here living in Revere, Massachusetts. Is He goes by Hammerhead. His name is Gino Martino, and he's the guy that uh, they break bricks over his head. He, he, <laughs> he bangs his head into Spike's railroad ties and stuff. Uh, he's uh, his real name is John Ferraro. I don't know if I'm supposed to say I'd that. I'd love to see some of that. Uh, he's been on Ripley's Believe It or Not, and uh, he has the world champion thing on Guinness Book of World's Records and all that stuff. Uh, he was here actually this morning. Oh my gosh! And um, he's a regular cigar smoker all the time. And um, Andy Garcia, Andy Garcia, yeah, uh, he, another regular cigar smoker. Uh, Tied, tied in with the Fuente folks. Yeah, actually, a, a cigar from the Opus X family was created because of a movie he shot, Lost City. Yeah. There was no tobacco growing in the field, so they had to plant a crop, and that became Opus X, Lost City. Yeah, and um, we had, why am I not thinking of his name, uh, Italian uh, actor. We had him on the show before. Um, oh, Victor Vitale did a cigar with oh, uh, him. Oh, we used to have his on voice on the uh, thing, Armand DeSante. Armand DeSante, oh, I'm sorry. so sorry, geez. Armand DeSante, uh, great actor. Uh, he was in Gaudi and, and hundreds, literally hundreds of movies. The guy did over 100 movies already, and he's still out there doing them. Regular cigar smoker in movies, regular cigar smoker all the time. Um, so th this is the thing for them not to be afraid and peel back um, um, Big Poppy. Yeah, you David know, Ortiz, David big Ortiz. cigar smoker. Yeah, and um, we had, uh, you had interviewed him. That was a great moment with yeah. Chuck Morrison to get to interview him. And his thing was, he's so sorry 
that he waited so long to begin cigar smoking because he thought his, it was all about his career and that he would uh, wait until after his career was over and start smoking. And then as he learned and got educated about cigars, he says, I missed all those years and I could have been <laughs> celebrating with cigars all that time. So we're celebrating with the Davidoff Anniversario here at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Uh, it is a celebrity, a celebration Cigar, a Davidoff, all the time to me. 100%. I mean, I can't afford to smoke these every day, so they're a special occasion. And today's truly a special yeah. occasion. So, No Mr. Jonathan and Gary Marino. <laughs> yeah, fill it in. So, uh, we don't know if he's filling in or a permanent replacement. Yeah, well, we'll see. Yeah. We'll, we'll let our audience decide that. That's uh, smart. Um, so, Studio 21, two years ago, uh, before it was Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, we were doing the Cigar Authority here on a folding table, and, uh, um, and we did since April of 2010. And we started up a second podcast that we have uh, a customer and employees over the years uh, have done it. Right now, Aaron Noonan, who is uh, just a friend and a customer who comes yep. in and used to come up and watch the show, uh, along with Mike Damari, who is was a customer and became uh, an employee. Uh, they do the Ash Holes, and they've been doing the Ash Holes that's been around since November of 2016. Those two were, were activated, going podcasts, and then we decided on Saturday, September 30th, 2017, it was actually International Coffee Day and International Podcast Day. Both. Both. Coincidence? I think not. No. So what was a better time to start this thing up and open the first ever podcast cafe where we have a cafe and a podcast studio <laughs> in one? If you ever, if you're in the area and you want to do a podcast yourself, you can contact me at Dave at Studio Twenty One Podcast dot Cafe, or you can contact um, the producer and engineer of all the shows, which is Ed Sullivan over here, and that's Ed at, and I'm going to tell everybody now, Ed, Ed at SonicCupcake dot com. Exactly. He is the Sonic Cupcake in the podcast world. It's a whole different world. It's a different they world. They don't know you as Ed Sullivan, the cigar no. smoker. They know you as Sonic Cupcake. <laughs> Sonic Cupcake. Sonic Cupcake. Uh, so, Ed at SonicCupcake.com. But uh, since opening, I'm going to do these in alphabetical order. And both you guys know every podcast that we do here. Oh, yeah. Um, we have 17 podcasts in activation right now to do it weekly. We have uh, Ambitious. Which is Katie MF Boy. We'll go with MF. <laughs> so you, you check out hers. And uh, you think I have a dirty mind. You should listen to the stuff that comes out of her mouth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's um, me and Gary liked that one. Yeah. We, I enjoy watching that <laughs> yeah. one. Uh, but I'll tell you, the first time she ever came up, I got a little scared. There was a whole bunch of girls up here, and it's an well, empowering women. They had crystals, and they were burning incense. Yeah. Turned into a thing. But you can listen as a guy. You can listen to it. Yep. But, uh, I enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, check that out. And I, I'd appreciate if you if you go on there and subscribe to them. Hit the subscribe button. It costs you nothing to do it. And it will help, help them out too. But uh, they do a show uh, every single week. Uh, don't do it yourself. That is with Tom and Nancy Troy. And uh, Tom is a... Um, what is his job? Union, union for demo. Union for, for demolition for and stuff like that. Union. So they bring on different contractors and things like that. And um, it's almost like the um, Angie's List Angie's List type of thing of a podcast. So yeah. interesting uh, to hear them. 
Uh, dueling comedians. There's our friend Tony V. A celebrity oh, yeah. who smokes cigars. There we go. He does. Another celebrity. He's you know, a lot of show. comedians do. Oh, yeah. They they uh, go to comedy clubs Bill, and go out to Bill back. Burr. Yeah. Um, Bobby Kelly was on the show. Yeah. And then there's one comedian that doesn't smoke cigars that was at the anniversary party. Yes. <laughs> yes. Jimmy Dunn. Jimmy, Jimmy Dunn. He was a trooper, but he got yeah. out in a hurry. The girl the other day, she didn't. She wasn't crazy about the, no. about the no. cigars either. Yeah. No. Uh, so Dueling Comedians and Tony host that. And right now we're in a bracket formation where two comedians compete against each other. And uh, it's a short show. It's a 20-minute long 20 podcast. Most of these are in that, you know, podcasting belongs in that 20-minute type of thing because attention span, drive time, and things like that. We made a big mistake making this a two-hour show, but there's nothing we can do now because of all our advertising. Our listeners would disagree. They want it to be longer. Oh, my God. Uh, friends in recovery, uh, Ed and Mike. Yep. Um, that is a recovering. If you have uh, some addictive problem or things like that, um, listen to that, and it's a um, it helps people out. Yep. You know, it, it is the most important. I'd say podcast of all because it actually has saved lives. We're not saving anybody's life, no. cigar authority, <laughs> but but uh, something to listen to. If you if you got a problem, you think you got a problem, or you got a friend or something, let them, let them listen to that show. Friends in recovery. Paying Attention podcast with Tom Duggan. He's a local guy in the Andover Methuen. They call him Merrimack Valley. He owns a newspaper that's there and put a podcast together, Paying Attention, and talks about uh, politics nationally sometimes, but mostly localized yep. type of thing. Uh, big listenership, big Facebook listenership. And he's the, not scared to share an opinion. He's, <laughs> not popular he's like opinion. a rising star, isn't he? I mean, he he's is. really been doing you great. You can certainly call that one uncensored. <laughs> he just yeah. says what's on his mind. not afraid to speak his mind. mind. Yeah. No, he's not. Um, pit Life Barbecue. Johnny Mags, Messy Mike. They talk barbecue, what they talk around the pit. Um, and they recently... Had an eating contest. They did, and I was the uh, guy that yeah. did the play-by-play because yeah. they couldn't speak. <laughs> and I got news for you. The cigar thing doesn't work out. I think you have a future as a play-by-play announcer. <laughs> Bring food, food contest, I actually right? watched it because I was enjoying it. I was like, all right, let's get him calling an Olympic sport. Make a good ring announcer. Uh, they were eating a five-pound burrito, each, yeah. each of them. And so they must. And it wasn't even close. Oh, Johnny, put that away quick. Yeah. So check that out. Pit Life Barbecue or Pit Life BBQ, right? Yep. Uh, Political TNT. Again, this is Tom and Nancy Troy along with Tom Duggan. Here they teamed up. And this is all part of the United Podcast Network. TV. You can go on there. You see all the shows. Um, And they got to. You know, they talk about each other's shows, and the next yep. thing you know, they got together for political TNT, which is kind of loud, explosive. Um, you know, it's not calm. It's, no, it's uh, not calm. Brother versus sister. One leans to the left. One leans to the right. Tom Duggan was a good addition to that. Show. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Real Estate House Party. Uh, this was, These were the first people to give us a shot when we opened it. It's Rick Carter. He's an attorney for closings. Uh, Kathy Ho- Holthauser. 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 Paralegal extraordinaire, Kathy Holthauser. Yeah, and, <laughs> and they bring on Tony V. Yep. Here's some cross-promotion over here that Tony is part of their show. Uh, kind of the play-by-play guy there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I'll tell you, uh, if you're looking for information on um, – Real estate, probably not the place to go. You know, it's a really <laughs> once in a while yeah. they talk about how, uh, real estate. Yeah, kind of yeah. like the cigar authority. Once <laughs> in a while is. we talk about cigars, not that often. It is, uh, but I, I like it. I, I like listening it's, to it's it. It's a I really never fun show. Yeah. It is good, very good. The snack authority. 
this is something Ed and I put together to see if we could um, relive the Cigar Authority and did it on snacks. I had to actually bow out of it <laughs> after gaining 10 pounds in three days. <laughs> and I said, I, I just can't keep this up. So uh, Jessica um, and Pat do it. Yep. And we're, we're looking for other people to help us jump in and uh bring some liveliness to that show. Sure. And so if we got a local guy that really knows the snacks and is animated and fun and wants to be part of it, uh, um, Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, which is where we're at, but I actually did a show called Studio 21 Podcast Cafe where I teach people how to do podcasting. And the writer's block is um, the reason why I wrote my book, David versus Goliath, listening to their podcast. Uh, these are three women that uh, one of them wrote a book, the other two are still writing a book, and they talk about the processes of going through writing books, and they interview people that, that have done and it. And one of which is married to Mr. Jonathan. That's right. But, Mr. Uh, Jonathan's wife is on that show. But they it might try be a marriage of convenience. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For Jonathan. Yes. <laughs> and then we have four new ones. These are uh, just just recent shows that just have started up. Connor Commentary. And this is uh, a young man that um, talks uh, a little sports, a little dating, a little uh, um, entertainment. Yep. And I, I think that one hits a younger demographic, you know. They talk about things that we old people don't necessarily yeah. talk about. You yeah, know. I didn't know that swipe to the left and right thing was all about. Right. And, uh, they did an online dating. Yeah. So I think that one... Uh, I'm enjoying that one. I'm learning what the kids are up to. You're right, right. <laughs> they talk about an Alaskan snow dragon? <laughs> they did not. Okay. I'll ask about that. Look better. that one up on the Urban Dictionary. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Alaskan <laughs> snow Okay. Uh, the Quirky Dog. There's a yeah. dog training. Yep. And I like those. They're very practical. You know, it's not uh, all this nonsense of I, – I think he was clear with us when he – you know, people always say, well, there's no such thing as a bad dog just because it bit your kid. He said, no, there are bad dogs. Yeah, <laughs> if yeah. a dog bites your kid, the dog's got to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Quake Up America. Mm. Now, check the beginning of Quake Up America because we get different um, people to come in and do the, the intros of the show. Right. And... Um, this is Gary Marino's first ever. He's just got to learn to come out of his shell a little bit. It'll be great. <laughs> oh, he's talking about somebody that's not afraid to say something. Yeah, so. He's great. That's he, my favorite. He is as right as right gets um, on that side of it. Um, so much so, and he's so loud that a wall is being built in the front of the thing. As we speak. Yes. Yeah, not, the, not the wall he wants, but the yes. wall we need right. to keep his voice out of they the store. He said build a wall, so we said, yes, we will. So uh, we're on construction right now. Should be ready next week? Uh, should be ready pretty soon, yeah, next week. And uh, if there's anybody that deserves going for a belt, he, he could get. A, he could go for a belt also. Yeah. yeah. Paul. Oh, my God. Uh, so check that up. Quake up America, not wake up America. It starts with a Q. And yeah, it's uh, Q W Q W A K E. Quake up America. Challenge anybody to 
put go to a debate with him. Yes. It's funny when you sent that to me to set up the podcast stuff because I work in conjunction <laughs> with Ed to get it up online. Yeah. I figured Dave just made a typo and I set it up for Wake Up America. Uh-huh. And then I'm looking at the graphic and I'm like, oh, there's a Q in there. Uh, if you look at it, it's kind of hidden. Yeah. The whole thing is this Illuminati um, conspiracy. There's something going on. There's something going on. I haven't we, figured it out yet. We, we don't understand it yet. Yeah, uh, he's only like two, three, four hidden messages in yeah. that logo. There's only uh, he's only done two episodes so far, but it's that every week thing. Everybody here is every week, and a new one that starts this week. Yeah, is voices and validation, and that is uh, we we uh, don't pretend to understand that one. Um, I think it's. Like, Pharmaceutical companies have a whole validation process going into the FDA, and I think um, this woman's company does consulting around that, so they're going to have guests on who are experts in this area. So it's a very niche kind of a podcast. All right. And we've done six others that have come and gone. Maybe they return, maybe they don't, but they're on hiatus as far as we're concerned for now. But if you go on to um, unitedpodcastnetwork.tv, you'll see them all there. I'd appreciate if you go on there and uh, subscribe to the to the YouTube or subscribe to the podcast or both. They'd appreciate it too. Uh, it helps with their numbers and gets them uh, uh, pushed ahead. And if uh, anyone is in this area and wants to do a podcast, um, you can uh, contact Ed at ed at soniccupcake.com or me, Dave, at studio21podcast.cafe. So that's that. Right now, it's time for the Don Raphael Offer of the Day. All right. So uh, we usually have Mr. Jonathan here, and uh, he uh, doesn't accept it. So now we have... uh Barry here, and maybe he's going to accept it, but uh, Gary, Barry, and uh, Ed, this is to all is, and I got $50 cash right now, and I would like you to perform a 30-second Chippendale performance <laughs> at this year's Meatball event with Steve Sacker. We do the Meatball every year, and the Meatball this year is going to be January 16th. Steve Sacker is going to, the award winner, is going up against Four competitors with the best meatball, and one of the meatball con- uh, participants is going to be Gary Marino. That he said, I want to get into this, and my meatball is better than Gary Marino, than uh, Steve Sarkis. Oh, we'll yeah. see. I'll give it a shot. And um, we will let you know coming real soon of how you can attend that event. Again, it's Thursday, January 16th, with Gary Marino versus Steve Sarkis versus. At least two other people, maybe three. Um, but at that event, we need a 30-second Chip and Deal performance. This is the Chip and Deals that take their clothes See, off and stuff for the audience. I think this is one that Mr. Jonathan would definitely oh, do. Oh, he would definitely well, do. this is why he's we're, not part of this. This is why we're doing this today. Yeah. But Ed Sullivan, are you in? No, I'm out. Barry, you're losing weight. You're starting to look better. <laughs> not yet. Okay, now. Ask me next year. Gary Marino. Oh, $50 cash. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's things that get added to the list of things you won't do when you hit a certain age. That's probably on there. That's one me. of them? We, yeah. Uh, we got nobody. No, I know. To quote Jonathan, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, Gary, look at it this way. $50 for 30 seconds, $100 oh a gosh. minute. That's a pay rate of $6,000 an hour, wow. and you're saying no. Wow, that's... 
20 years ago, I would have done that. But, <laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, I'll, I'll spare everybody that. Okay. Jonathan did it on the show. Jonathan would nothing. definitely do that. I'd bet money on that. And I know he's listening. He so, Jonathan, I am not offering you this at all because we would rather not see I've, that. He's done that up here for nothing, yeah, I think. Still yes. Still scarred. Yes. Still in therapy. Yes, it is. I had the worst seat in the house. Don't be. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, the list is very short of things I won't do. Wow, so, so we that might be one. We're, you we're, got to see how nuts he is. <laughs> <laughs> we're worried about can we um, can we fill the time here? And the answer is we're going long. We're going long because I want to get to this anyway because I want to put Gary into this. So we got Gary, the classic three-way. Uh, we got Gary Barry, which they rhyme, and uh, we have Ed. So uh, let's get to the classic three-way brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for This Day in Classic History, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic Cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. With prices as low as $1.50, this cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold, but never overpowering. The Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the Classic Cuban is a real knockoff of the taste and flavors from old-time Havana's. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes, ranging from $1.50 to $2.25 per cigar, which makes Classic the most affordable, premium, handmade cigar in America. Classic cigars. All right, you know how this works, Gary? I do. The closest without going over, right? I've watched get to the closest. Before yep. we start this, i got to share Facebook Live is starting to pull money together to make sure Jonathan does it. He do will it not. He will not. He's not allowed to. <laughs> He's not allowed to. He'll be on the clock, and I can actually control him uh, as he's on the clock <laughs> to some degree. Um, okay, who is our champion? Uh, that would be me. Okay, Ed Sullivan, it's going to go over to you. Confucius, Chinese philosopher and founder of Confucianism, was born in Zulu State, China. What year? Confucius. Wow. <sighs> he's old. Now, he's been around since... Jesus was an altar boy, I think. So I'm going to have to go uh, <sighs> zero. Yeah, zero. Over to you. It's over to Me? you. Yep. Oh, jeez, um, that's way back. Yeah, um, probably like 15 AD or something. 15. Crazy like that. See, I was thinking he was born around 1039. 1039. Everybody is over because it was BC. Ah, 551 oh. BC. Oh, geez. Way old. So I got to quickly, I'm going to go through the top 10 Confucius jokes. <laughs> oh, and boy. I, and I'm going to see if you can get the punchline of each one. The views and opinion. Oh, we'll <laughs> man, run that at the end. Man who takes sleeping pill and laxative at the same night. Wakes up with shit all over him. <laughs> Goes to the bathroom before they wake up. Wake up in deep shit. <laughs> I was close. <laughs> Man who sneezes without tissue. Makes a mess. Sticky fingers. <laughs> takes matters in his own hands. <laughs> Man who drops watch in toilet. Wow. Shit out of time. Has shitty time. That's good. All right, there you Pretty go. Pretty good. Man who walks through airport turnstile sidewards. Airport sli slides. Sideways. Oh, I thought you'd go for this. Man who walks through airport airport turnstile sidewards. 
No idea. Going to Bangkok. <laughs> oh, Jonathan would have gotten that one. <laughs> Man who jumps off cliff jumps to conclusion. Man who lay girl on hillside. Wow. Not so, on the level. Uh. Man who sit on tack. Ouch. <laughs> Has a good time. <laughs> gets point. Gets the point. Man who drives like hell. Gets a speeding ticket. Bound to get there. Man who runs in front of car. Get tired. Man who runs behind car. Gets exhausted. Gets exhausted. Oh, hey. <laughs> nice. Man who not poop for many days. Needs to smoke. Backed up. A full, OG cigar. Full of shit. Must take care of backlog. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so moving along. Today, September 28th, Ed Sullivan, American television host of The Ed Sullivan Show, born in New York City, New York, one of the most popular and influential television hosts in American history. Sullivan is remembered primarily for the man who introduced several semi-acts to of the American audience, including the Beatles, Dave Clark Five, the Jackson Five, on The Ed Sullivan Show, which ran until 1971. But he was born today, what year? Gary Marino. It, this is funny, because I just watched something recently on that. 1901. 1901, he says. 1905. 05. I had 1912. 1912. Somebody has two points. Gary Marino, two points. <laughs> Cheater. He hit it exact. I, I, I just watched something about a week ago. On 1901. That. Wow, mm -hmm. that's funny. It's awesome. And over to Barry Stein. Janine Garofalo. American comedian from Saturday Night Live, Truth About Dogs and Cats, Larry Sanders Show, was born in Newton, New Jersey. Janine Garofalo, born today, what year? 1953. 53. Uh, 1970. 70. 1960. 1960 for the point. 1964, Gary Marino, three wow. points. Everybody else, zero. So, Total shutout and a champion. So, Jonathan has to give up his seat next yeah, week. Yeah, that means uh, Gary has to come back again next week. To to, to go against them? Yeah. Jonathan, go Defend dance the title. Man. Defend the title? Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm all right with that. And uh, Jonathan's screaming right now at the uh, at the computer saying, no way, that's not the way it works. Well, it is. I'm the champion. He was in there for me. Guess what? I got you lucky. have to show up to be the champion. Mm. <laughs> I got lucky. First time. Beginner's luck. Beginner's luck. So Davidoff special R anniversario is what we're smoking. Mine went out uh, during um, me doing all that uh, Confucius the fun, Confucius <laughs> baloney. Uh, but what do you think? What do you think of the cigar? Uh, quintessential Davidoff. It's earthy. It's buttery. It's smooth. This is the real Davidoff. Yeah. There's a lot of different Davidoffs that are out there. When I talk Davidoff, it's the special R. It's the double R. Those are the two, to me, at the very, very top of what Davidoff is. They have lots and lots of great brands out there, but there's nothing like a, I'm even going to say the special tea, which is very different mm -hmm. than, than that, even though it's a special series. The special tea is very, very different, but it's a go-to for me of the special yeah. R, the double R. And the special tea is great. great. It's just not the same yeah. thing at all. D different, right? Different cigar. For you, uh, Ed, is this yeah, this is an every now and then, 
you know, for mild cigars, this one's just got a ton of flavor. Yeah. And my vacation started off with a Davidoff. Old Fart Freddy gave me a cigar. Have a good vacation. And he handed oh, me a Davidoff. look at that. Wow. And if you know Freddy, Freddy giving away something. You want to give away ice in the winter. There we go. <laughs> so. <laughs> Gary, is this up your wheelhouse or you want more I've, I've had a lot of Davidoffs over yeah. the years. I've never had a bad one. And this is it's just a great cigar. Very good cigar. Very good. All right. We got the after show coming up. And the after show is... On Wednesday, and that becomes the month of October, by the way. Wow, that was fast. And October here in this area for years and years became Rocktober. Rocktober. And it's actually part of uh, one of the podcasts that are out there that's going to begin a Rocktober session that um, Ed Sullivan is part of. And we're going to tell you a little sneaky thing of of who he plays somebody else. In a different thing, so you're going to divulge that, huh? I think we'll divulge it. What do you just think? Just on the after show, just cause... the after show for those people, and they they're going to want to tune in on Wednesday. But we'll talk about what we like for music and what yeah. go, what goes good with smoking cigars and things like that. that that's the after show on and Wednesday. This also stemmed from an email from Eric Cobaldi, and maybe we'll read the email. Okay, the show. we'll read that. So uh, the party is over. Mr. Jonathan will be back next week, and we're going to talk about the first cigars we've ever smoked. We're going to hear from manufacturers for the first cigars they've smoked, and uh, even our listeners. Uh, they can chime in, too, and contact um, Barry on that or... Uh, Listen along and into the chat room and uh, let us know uh, what that is. But until then, you've been listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And if you've learned nothing in the last two hours, other than it being a good time without Mr. Jonathan, always keep the lit end out of your mouth. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.